a point of playing me old flower. There he is, Minister. <laughs> Hi, Minister. Why are we in a filthy pub? Ah, the spin team to the stars. Uh-oh. Quentin, Polly, how are you? Me local gargler, the Scaldy Jacks. Welcome. Sorry, man. We work in PR. We only know old man crotchy pubs as hipster reboots. They don't even have board games here. What Roy, lads, great news on the homeless stats, what? Great news? The figures are nearly at the dreaded 12,000. <laughs> also, they're not even the homeless figures. That's just what the media called them because emergency accommodation figures is too long for them to type out on a Friday of a bank holiday. Exactly. Nobody knows the figures. That's why it's a good job. We slide them out on Fridays like we're selling skunk on the Liffey boardwalk. Yeah, but the <laughs> figures were before the lifting of the eviction ban, so next months are going to be... Career ending? Uh, buried on the Friday of a June bank holiday, you mean? Come on. Dude, once upon a time we were spinning numbers to prevent them hitting the symbolic 10k high mark. 10k! The own Murph's day seemed like a disaster at the time, but I actually feel like an old summer dream now. I know. I get yous. We need to fandango. How's your fan? of the figures to bring them down for next month, yeah? But we already don't include anyone homeless in direct provision. Ukrainians, people in tents, people living cars, boats. All right, all right. Couch surfers. Kitchen table surfers. Or bathtub surfers. Or footpath surfers. What if we split up the figures? What? Yeah, one set is emergency accommodation. The other ones is interim accommodation. Mm. That's what I've done with housing for all. You cut it up like a saucy sambo with the crusts off and the sauce dripping out. Um. So nobody can tell which bit has cold saucy in it or not. They're all confused. That's gross, man, but also not bad. Anyway, who exactly is counted in those figures we have to slip and slide into Friday evenings like a snot off a slate? Well, any homeless living in a hotel, B&B, family hub. Maybe we could set a time of the day when the homeless are counted for that month. What? Like, during the school run. Uh, I mean, if they're out, they're out with the figures. No, no, Minister, we can't. Or anyone who goes out with the hotel for smoke. Bang! Um, no longer counted. I think it would... Anyone who visits an early house inside any time of the month. Hey, that's a house. No longer homeless. Boom! Dara gets it done. <sighs> Just how I got Roddy Doyle barred from the Scaldy Jacks. Roddy Doyle used to come here? Seriously? No, no, no. He never did. But he's barred oh. for being a sap highlighting homeless in hotels. I see. Right. Uh, uh, that was a lot of hard work done, lads. Uh, I'm off to stand outside a chip van and do selfies with how he is who only vote for me because they think I'm Colomini. Oh. Laters! So what do you think, Paul? The post-eviction ban figures? Oh, that spoofer's a dead man walking. One hondo. Mm-hmm. One hondo. This is Claire Byrne's voicemail, or AI Claire Byrne, if you will, which will never be as bright as me. I only miss 0.5% of calls and I'm working on improving that. But I can't come to the phone right now because I'm busy ruling myself out of television projects that are quite frankly beneath me. I'm Ireland's smartest. I'm Claire Byrne. Leave a message after my funky jingle. Lovely Claire. Well done on the brave decision to announce you're stepping back from being considered for a job that you probably weren't getting anyway. It's the patriarchy, genuinely. But you'll still have your little radio show and I love how you've made it nice and light. Wait... Wait, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, if you ever need a shoulder to cry on, I can always, you know, scooch down like I'm doing a curtsy so you can reach my shoulder. Although I'd never actually do a curtsy since I'm such a Republican, but a lovely Republican who only believes in presidencies. Bye, lovely Claire. Spoonful of a... <laughs> CB, it's Archie here. Well done on a great decision to step away from the show. 
Yeah! It's a real wrecker. Oh, I can't wait to be done with it. I never have to make another bed with Francis Brennan on live television. I never have to see another god-awful culture or listen to Daniel O'Donnell. Oh, also, I hate jelly babies or beans. I can't remember which one I pretend I liked. Ha-ha! I'm letting myself go! Also, give uh, Noel Kay a ring, won't you? Oh, honestly, been crying non-stop all week. Poor man. With you, Katrina. Oh, Indy runs 95% of all the talent now. Ha-ha! Toodles! AI Claire, this is real Claire. Just a quick reminder to rule yourself out of replacing Katrina Perry on 6-1. Also, don't forget you're going zorbing with Luke O'Neill tomorrow morning. And it's probably time to stop watching Katie Hannon and taking notes. Destroy notes. Destroy this message. Claire, out. To the sound of when the saints go marching in and without a trace of irony, the former president of the United States arrived in Dune Big, where he received a warm welcome from grateful staff on short-term contracts. Thank you, thank you so much, Bigly. We'd like to welcome you, Mr. President Boss. Yeah. These musicians are the Quilty Men's Sheds Wednesday group. What? They made the instruments themselves out of old lawnmowers. So sure, when do I get to see some Irish sugar booby colleagues? Later at the former president's invitation, the Hell in a Handcart troupe of Irish dancers performed a special tribute. This is more like it. All those young daughters bouncing up and down. Such a positive message. Now these immigrants I would welcome with open tiny fingers. The Dunebeg Trump site has been a huge boost for the local economy with hundreds of journalists regularly dropping in to file pieces on the resort's massive financial losses. Local people were delighted the former president had come to call. He's as welcome here as any other statute flouting, tax avoiding, rabble rousing, twice impeached American tourist accused of sexual offences. That's right. And shall anyone visiting here, we don't ask them at all about their background or their politics. That's none of our business. And he's good for business. Didn't he call in one time there to the Landis? Oh, wait, no, that was another fellow with a toupee. While the people who lined the streets to support the former president were about 27,000 shy of the number that greeted Joe Biden in Ballina a fortnight ago, there was a certain symmetry to the six colourful supporters willing to overlook the January 6th insurrection riots. America. Take back America, Mr. President! USA! Take back America! USA! Hashtag RT boy is George Soros! I'm a member of the West Sears Shoeing Up the queue! West Sears Shoeing Up the queues! Though unfortunately, due to his delayed arrival, the president missed a planned meeting with a local group on coastal erosion, who would hope to discuss measures to prevent Trump's bigly development from making West Clare fall into the sea. But back at the resort, the former president had nothing but praise for the Irish government. Well, they've done a terrific job of luring American companies over here. How they do it? Unbelievable. Facebook, they tell me, they can come in here. They say Ireland lets them do whatever they want. Grab them by the taxes. You can do anything. You can do anything. Whoa, if I knew how to lure like Ireland lures, I wouldn't be spending so much time being sued in New York. Believe me, a lot of people say that. And with that, it was time for the former president to be whisked off in a golf buggy to whack his balls into the Atlantic from this side. Plastic sheeting absolutely off my turf from the United States of Clare. We are great. We are united. We are the sons and daughters of the cousins who refuse to resist 
each other. We are ready to reclaim our place as the most powerful nation on Earth. This coronation weekend, we are Britain and we are back. It is our divine and solemn duty to declare allegiance to the coronation of a 74-year-old man in a dress doing medieval things with whale oil while outside our police struggle to keep the drunken mobs at bay. This United Kingdom, or England, let's just say England from now on, shall we, has never been in a better place. I mean, literally, on the map, we haven't moved at all, which is reassuring in an age of collapsing living standards, a royal family in disarray, unpleasantness at Dover, shortages of letters, an increasingly fascististic police state, and Piers Morgan still on the television. But Brexit, yes, a whole new world of opportunities coming soon, any day now, eventually, honestly, just you wait and see, few more years, perhaps decades, I don't know, do you know? Rishi sure doesn't sound like he knows. I'm thrilled to announce we've signed new trade deals with Madagascar, Micronesia and Myanmar, and without Brexit these deals would simply not be possible. Also America, if you're listening, can you return my calls on the trade deal please? I know you've seen my WhatsApps, the blue ticks means you've read the messages. Britain is brave. We've not only exited Europe, we've also left our position as the fifth largest economy in the world. We're behind India now, but only because we colonise them so efficiently. So, it's a British success. France is close to putting us into seventh, I see. Well, that's thanks to British holidaymakers, who are rather struggling to get through the channel these days. Still, Britain wins by every measure. Life expectancy is falling here for the first time in decades, and so quickly a reboot of Last of the Summer Wine will feature chaps in the 40s. What an opportunity to finally die young when you've real English pluck. Reassure yourselves, Britons, with the words of wisdom from some of the many great Prime Ministers, some who last whole weeks in office. I think it's very important for me to say that I did not have sexual relations with that pig. I was simply... point that Pepper Pig World is a fantastic success, and I certainly did not party like a porker. It was a work meeting. I... I like to say things like pork markets. United Kingdom pork exports to the European Union have fallen 87% in just one year. Beef has also fallen by 92%. Oh, actually, forget about the words of wisdom. Remember the words of great English poets. To err is human, to forgive divine, to admit those heirs is not British. This royal throne of kings, this septic isle, this earth of empty shelves, this seat of rising child poverty, this blessed plot to cull workers' rights and taxes on the rich. This earth, this realm of countries increasingly leaving to become republics, this shriveled England. Yes, our rivers may flow with excrement, but it's British excrement, a land of hope and glory and a touch of open racism in the Home Office, but cleverly disguised in backlashes to Gary Lineker tweets and still barely a sign of lettuce. Well done, Britain. And seriously, America, if you are listening... Could oh, you stop please... it, Rishi. You're just embarrassing yourself now, love. Oh. Sup, diary. It's me. I know I haven't written in ages, but I was busy. Being peach, being popular... 
But now, now you're my only friend, Diary. All my allies have left me, including the ones I was only starting to remember the names of as I stared past them with my arresting rich face. Was there a John Paul in there? <laughs> Imagine being named in honour of a hump someone had when the Pope came in the 70s to say mass and shuffle grubby priests around. I think there was also a Joe and some other turf munchers and bullock buddies who looked like they wash once a week using a yard brush and a hose. You know, the ones who fanboy all over Heather Humphreys. How can she be so popular? She actually likes talking to other humans and not judging them entirely on whether they can be useful in future six-figure corporatism gigs, whilst penning the odd shiz-stirring column about how the black and tans were ledges. I can't wait. Right now I'm looking at a photo of Simon Harris opening a new Garda control centre, surrounded by cops like he's the mayor in some Batman movie. So even the dude who looks like he was drawn by someone when their pen was running out of ink is considered cooler than your amazeballs tiche? Being this gloomy on 200k a year takes some doing, diary. I'm in a 200k hole. <laughs> but Leo term 2.0 is a real drag. I haven't even written a single letter to a celebrity yet. And who's in town anyway? Bruce Springsteen? Ugh. Singing about glory days just reminds me of my own. When the only thing I had to worry about was what novelty socks to wear when jogging with Justy Trudeau. Or which movie to reference when I felt like embarrassing myself abroad, but in a totes adorbs nerdy way that those tweeting journos would cream themselves over. Glory days. Not even sure I'll bother popping over to Eurovision. Too close to home, man. Liverpool has a wallop of shinner off it. And it's probs full of young voters angry at me for selling off their lifetime prospects of shelter to multi-nashes horny for tax breaks. Anyway, summer's coming. I'll be putting in some serious 12-hour weeks until the swamp donkeys finally realise they face a good pat of rabbiting in the next elex. And so comes the heave, diary. And the sweet, sweet release of political mortification. Lol pension. Welcome back to the News at One. Sport now. Oh. And a sure sign that we're coming into Ugh. silly season is that there's suddenly a stupid number of games to be played in the GAA football contest. Uh, well, actually, it's... Yeah, um, I know it's not called that, but I refuse to call anything which people get overexcited about Westmeath a championship. Oh. And Des, why are there so many matches? Yeah, I, I, there are a lot of games around. In fact, if every referee in every game to be played in the football championship between now and the end of July were laid out end to end... I wouldn't be at all surprised. Indeed, stranger <laughs> things have happened, like a supposed knockout competition that has already played 25 games, uh, but still somehow has 32 counties left in it. Yeah, no, there's actually only 16 counties that can now win the Sam Maguire this year. Well, there's three at a push. Yeah. And anyway, why do I have to sit through scores of them while people hushed me in the radio canteen on Tuesday? Well, uh, the other 16 counties are now in the Tolton Cup double. Of course they are. I forgot the GAA Championship is like Hotel California. Huh? You can check out any time you like but you can never leave so what happens after all these teams have played each other Des the winners in each group go through to some sort of final stages I presume well actually the top three in every group progresses and then sorry the top three but there's only four teams in each group no, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so they play, hang on, 24 games in order to eliminate just four teams. Yeah, but that, fans will get to travel all over the country, especially for the neutral venue round, which is... Basically, good. the only winners here are apple green filling stations. What? Filling ga fans up on carbs and energy drinks, while the only energy they expel is on the walk from the car to the deli counter. Yeah, they do a very good coleslaw there, though. And don't forget about the 24 games in the Tolton Cup as well. Oh, God, if only I could. So, so what... 
what does the winner of that competition get? Well, here's the beauty. The winner of the Talton Cup gets to play in the top tier next year. What? So Westmead, last year's winner, are in the top tier this year. See? So they win the right to be slaughtered, just like in the old championship format this whole spaghetti junction-shaped mess was designed precisely to avoid. Uh. Well done, GAA. Anyway, Westmead are in Group 2 where they'll play Tyrone and the winner of either Galway or Sligo and Derry or Armagh. They probably should have waited until the provincial finals were played to make the draw in fairness. Would have made yes, it. at the moment there are more permutations in there than there are unstable countries in the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> well, at least we've learned that the Talton Cup isn't much of a prize. Yeah, but, but Westmead will only have to not lose once and they'll have a reasonable chance of progressing. To the final? Uh, no, to the preliminary quarter-final in which... OK, the I have to stop you there, Des. I'm afraid I've run out of patience and time and everything. Yeah. Coming up, ChatGPT and Google Bard put together attempt to explain the hurling championship. Oh, yeah, no. Quiet. Hello, welcome to the Dev McWilliams podcast with me, Devin McWilliams, yep. economist, a middle-aged man with a quiff that's 20 years younger. And also me, John. Who I like to call Sounding Board John. Yeah, because I occasionally ask a pre-scripted question and then I ooh and ah at Mac's brilliant answers. Here, Mac, I was just wondering what is going on with all the money people are saving these days? Well, here's a completely off the top of my head answer, John. Yeah. Imagine you had a burger, okay? Delicious burger, but instead of eating mm. it, you buried it in your back garden. That would be oh. crazy, right? Insane, yeah. Now imagine your name was Barry mm-hmm. and you had a brand new car Vroom. but instead of driving the car Barry buried it in his back garden. That would be mad. <laughs> totally mad. Well that's what people are effectively doing with all the money they're saving. Ooh. The people who I like to call the Barry Barry kids. Ah. What we need to do is spend our way back to another Celtic tiger. Yeah. Remember how many TV shows I had back then? Yeah. Decklanders, The Pope's Children, Breakfast Roll Man. I can do it again but people have to start spending all that delicious cash. Ooh, but also, you don't want telly, do you? You want podcasts on like Patreon nowadays. Indeed, subscribe to the new Dev McWilliams Patreon, patronise.com. Ooh, oh sorry, I already did that one. Sorry. So right now we're dealing with a fellow I like to call mm. Prudent Paddy. Wow. Prudent Paddy saved up all his money during COVID. Now he needs to start spending it yeah. on things like books and festivals and D- a book festivals, Mac. Now you're getting it, John. Yeah. Fast learner. I'm excited about a big, big whopper announcement for the Dorky Book Festival that has been giving me a woody all day um, that would really make a splash Ah, because the burbs of Dorky are in for a real treat. I think I know where this is going. It's Tom. Bono! Ha- oh. Yeah, um, my friend Bono. I thought it was. And we've another exciting speaker to announce. Here we go. You really got to catch him if you can <laughs> or Dorky we have a problem. I think I know where this is going, Mac. It's the edge. What? He was, uh, and he'll be chatting with Brian Cox. Ooh, the star of Succession. Wow. No, 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 no. The much more interesting, geeky scientist, Brian Cox. Oh, oh, the cheaper one. Uh, what, what about Tom Hanks, Mac? I thought Tom Hanks was coming. Yes, yes, he is coming too. But Bono and I have already given away all those tickets to our cronies and stooges. What? But well, can I get a ticket? Surely I. Ah, and I'm afraid we've run out of time, Mac. Buy more stuff, people. <sighs> Subscribe, like. I'm David McWilliams and this has been the David McWilliams Podcast. Anyway, tickets for festivals are a real money pit. Oh no. I'd rather be cast away. <sighs> now. You disappoint now, me. Mass, disappoint me, John. Hi. 
Hi, ladies. Hi, Shifra. Girls. Enjoying the sunshine? Gorge, isn't it? Almost as nice as the Maldives were last week. So jealous. I can't fly anymore because of the eco guilt. But good for you, Eva. Well, they're going to be underwater in like five years. So now's the time. They really need that tourism cash. It was a charity trip, really. You got such a good colour. Uh, excuse me. You still see colour, Shifra? Oh, uh, sorry, uh, must be my screen settings. So, who's going to throw the first garden party? Uh, I've been pottering away getting mine ready for weeks. So nice to have the time to potter. I just love it. Getting my hands dirty, weeding. Who decides what's a weed and what's not? Uh, who do you think, Orla? Men. Name me a famous gardener that isn't a straight white man named Dermot. I actually follow a lady gardener on Insta. God, don't say lady garden. Those poor little weeds living their lives suddenly uprooted and tossed aside just because they don't conform to some Dermot's botanical beauty standards. So sad. No, I don't decide based on appearance. I encourage the native species and remove the invasive non-natives. My God, can you hear yourself? You sound like Nigel Farage. Um, Tell me. You didn't cut your grass. Yeah? What about the bees, Chief Red? The poor bees. Not the bees. Oh, no. I'll get some wildflower seed bombs. Solving violence with violence. Doesn't that just say everything about our human hegemony? I don't have a hedge. I passed Orla's garden the other day. Looks like you've been rewilding. As nature intended. Did nature intend that broken patio furniture to sit there all year? It's called an insect hotel. Fully booked by the looks of things. Um, rude. So anyway, tell us about your amazing garden, since apparently ours have been ruled out. Um, three patio heaters, brand new Avoca blankets, full canopy, festoon lights, outdoor projector with screen, fibre broadband. That does sound nice. That sounds like indoors. That's not a garden party. I have four cases of that Chateauneuf we like. To be honest, we can just sit inside and look out at the garden. Oh, Gorge. Sounds amazing, girls. Gorge Clooney. See you then, my besties. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, indeed. Marty in the morning here, coming to you live from a travel lodge in Liverpool, ahead of Eurovision, one week to go. The city is as grey and decrepit as Rupert Murdoch's unmentionables. Ha, ha, that was a bit vulgar. I do apologise. Must be the scousers rubbing off on me. Lovely people, but very uncouth, dear God. Even the seagulls here have an air of June Rogers about them. <laughs> but I digress. Eurovision, of course, is in Liverpool. 37 countries taking part, but no Russia. Shame, really, as the Russian delegation used to be great crack altogether. There'll be 27 of them in the commentary booth tapping the BBC phones. <laughs> a tad evil, I'm afraid, but good crack nonetheless. You wouldn't be borrowing a brolly off them if you catch my drift. Naughty Marty, weighing in on chemical assassination. Anyway, our entry is Wild Youth, who are about as wild and youthful as an RTE gold Christmas party, <laughs> unless you think moisturising daily and drinking kombucha is wild. Anyway, the song is We Are One, which is about how we are all the same, despite our differences. 
Oh, didn't realise AI was already writing the songs. Oh, ho, ho, ho. now other contenders include Finland. Please, God, they don't win. Marty doesn't fare well in Helsinki. No, no. If I wanted to see that many sad goths, I'd go to Fiver McGee's of a Tuesday. Oh, Sweden are the favourites, and it seems Ukraine are not getting the sympathy vote again. Allowing them to win last year and then properly giving it to England is about as far as the gays are willing to go for the war effort. Thank you very much. Oh, controversial. Never trust a brolly, boys. That's what I say. Anyway, I'm off to have a sip of Bailey's. Start as you mean to go on, Marty. And I'll see you next Tuesday. Oh, dear. How uncouth. I'm scousing again. Now, all together, tonight, we are one. Dear, dear. Right, dear boy, you can do this. I child in the presence of God. Bear grills, posh spice, mm-hmm. and and or deck. Swear that I uh, oh. blast. What is the stinking line, darling? A faithful Protestant, dear. Faithful Protestant. Yes, yes, yes. Yada yada yada. <gasps> then this is the bit where I disrobe behind a curtain for the Archbishop to oil my bosom while my firstborn watches. Is that? No. The next bit is where all your subjects are ordered. To, sorry, invited to swear true allegiance to you and your peers in front of the television. So help them God. My peers, my peers, well, that includes Andrew, the puke of York. Technically, yes, Mabuba. Well, but isn't it a bit, uh, I mean, we're asking... Inviting. Inviting, inviting yeah. millions of commoners to swear allegiance to, well, Epstein's BFF. A, a bit distasteful, even though we'll all be there wearing our weight in looted jewels. I simply don't want to be egged again, my dear. No, no, the Tories are on power. They pass new laws that allow the police directly to contact anti-monarchists, you know, the iceberg shaggers and such, and intimidate, I mean, inform them of the special penalties for the day. What about these horrid stories about the palace conspiring to hide my sausage fingers from portraits? Uh, Darling, if anyone throws an egg at you, you can always chuck those five sausages right back. How's that for a full English? (laughs) (laughs) Bravo. All right, back to it. What's the, what's the next bit? Well, you put on your Grandpapa George's coronation glove, you see. Um, oh, and they've made the fingers a bit uh, uh, roomier, have they? Oh, significantly, yes, yes. Good, because I don't want to look like that O.J. Simpson fellow struggling to squeeze his hand into a glove while the <laughs> world watches. Darling, pull yourself together. You don't want to make a fool of yourself. No, 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 no. When you're travelling in a carriage made from solid gold, wearing a hat full of diamonds and a cape cut from extinct animals. Yes, yes. Right. right. Once more from the top. I, Charles, in the presence of yes. Lionel Richie, take that but not Robbie, one of these stereophonics, uh-huh. swear that I am... Um, the blast stinking line oh, it's faithful oh yes I keep mucking up the faithful part just as well you mm. did Mabuba a one wouldn't be queen <laughs> oh, yes I see what you I see what one did there <laughs> Hello, hello. How are we all this week? Oh, here she is, the mm-hmm. birthday girl. Thank you, 
<laughs> thank you. Happy birthday, Mary Lou. How fitting that your birthday falls on May Day. Yes. When we honour the historic struggles of the labour movement. Oh, right. Yes. Um, I was thinking it was more fishing than it fell on the same day as the Met Gala. Oh. Imagine me as Tish on the red carpet in a few years in an England get out of Ireland Guna designed by Simone Rocha, I presume. Did you get the flowers <laughs> I sent you, Mary Lou? Oh, right. Yeah, and next year, maybe think about getting a Joe Malone candle, love. Lasts longer. <laughs> now, what's on the agenda this week? Well, we'd love to bash me whole Martin over his attack on the free press, but that would mean siding with Paddy Cosgrave. Ditch, please. Certainly a Hobson's choice. He's some boy. I can't even. Nope. I can't even. Mm-hmm. He's such a melt. Also, our Michelle is going to the British coloniser coronation. Mm. <sighs> Lucky heifer. Sorry, what was that? Did you just... Uh, I mean, I have zero interest in the coronation. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that kind of marching pomp and ritualistic symbolism is total nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a Provo funeral, of oh, course. Oh, then oh, it's oh, fine. The coronation concert looks a bit of crack, though. Take that, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. Oh, side note, I won't be contactable this Saturday between the hours of 10am and 4pm, yeah? Um, Seriously, a what? mindfulness thing to do. Do not disturb, we'll be on phone off. Okay. Well, I for one will be boycotting. I will never forgive the monarchy for the crimes they've committed. No. Like coronation chicken. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the local elections up north. Alright, with no photos with local election candidates, yeah? I'm not getting dowdled again, alright? Right, I'll send a circular. Now I saw that the business post has a slaughtering Fianna Fáil and mm. Fine Gael and Varankar in all age groups. Uh, bar the over 55s. And sure, they don't matter. Not for whippersnappers like us, no, no. Yeah, they're totally irrelevant to young 54-year-olds like moi. Oh, oh I, I didn't realise that you... Guilty. <laughs> I took a leaf out of the Department of Housing's book Ooh. and I did it on a bank holiday when nobody would notice the figure going up. Uh, <laughs> do you catch my drift? <laughs> Anything else? It feels like we're all sort of phoning it in this week, like it's the end of sixth year and we're already out on the lash with the teachers. Yeah. I'm even struggling to do my shouty thing at Leo in the draw. Mm-hmm. Own, is there anything going on housing? Well, I've been working at the permutations for Dublin to the senior football championships if my calculations are correct we oh. are going to be playing ourselves <laughs> that can't be right Ugh, I always forget you're a GAA nerd as well right if Owen's clocked out already what? I'm gone too see you all in September what? we're not off till July boss no. have a great summer uh, yeah but we've actually two more but... ciao now boss ciao. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, in terms of 